Stay tuned to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. on the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. It is where we, the people, meet. We are the resistance. We are the ones fighting back Patriots and like-minded Patriots as we continue to fight uh, against the march to Marxism being led by Chairman Joe and Cacklin Kamala Harris. We are joined in that battle each and every episode uh, by our executive producer, Joe Hosni Armacost. It's my duty to be here. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Good to be here with you. Gonna, you look well rested for some strange reason. I should because I was napping up until the time we went on the air. There you go. Sleepy sleep. And our associate producer and researcher, Double X, Michelle Drusella. Hello, Michelle. Hi, guys. Hey, I wasn't sleeping. I was holding babies. That's right. You were holding. How the twins doing? Uh, Tatum and Taylor, right? Yeah. Yep. TNT. Uh, TNT. I like that. <laughs> TNT. Dynamite, as uh, what's his name? <laughs> hopefully, used to that say. doesn't foretell anything. <laughs> no, hopefully, you're right about that. Before we uh, get into the thrust of the program uh, here today, uh, your founding father's quote is from John Adams. And I chose this one today because um, much of our topic to start is going to be about freedom of speech. And here's what John Adams uh, talked about uh, when it comes to the importance of freedom of speech or free speech. He he said, our First Amendment freedoms give us the right to think what we like and say what we please. And if we, the people, are to govern ourselves, we must have these rights, even if they are misused by the minority. Uh, and so that's the importance that our founding fathers knew, that we had to have freedom of speech. It was James Madison, who was the sort of the editor of the Bill of Rights and the father of the Bill of Rights that made sure that was the First Amendment, that we had the freedom of speech, we had the freedom to assemble, that we had the freedom to worship. Many of those rights have been violated and they've been abridged, uh, not only by government of late, government working with big tech, with big pharma, and so many others. So we start uh, with Trump's commitment to free speech. And here was his introduction to his five-point plan uh, yesterday. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple just like dominoes one by one. They'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists, and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And that's vintage Trump. That's the kind of stuff you want to hear from our general, from our leader. 
The left-wing censorship regime must be dismantled and destroyed. And that was the overview. That's the mission. That's the the battle. That's the focus. We're being charged with that mission. So how are we going to get there? What are we going to do? First, he... um, he mentioned he's got this plan to ban federal agencies from colluding to censor American citizens and taxpayer dollars for being used to be labeled as a misinformation or disinformation. Once again, here's former President Trump. In hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business or person to censor, limit, categorize or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. There it is. All the alphabet agencies that have been, uh, what did we find out in big tech? They have been colluding. They have been directing our censorship. FBI, DOJ, DOD, DNI, and perhaps even the CIA. All of it. HHS, CDC, FDA, all of them have been colluding with big tech uh, to take down uh, the truth so that they could make sure their propaganda uh, wins the day. This is an important speech by President Trump. It should have been carried by every single, uh, of course, he's not current president. Maybe that's why some uh, declined to air it. But this is the kind of stuff we're talking about, the future of our country. In the next next clip, he talks about, remember when Reagan fired all the airport traffic controllers that went on strike? And something else that Trump talked about just, I think, a couple days before the, the 3 November election, he signed executive order about Schedule F employees. Schedule F employees in the government, these are the deep state entrenched Obama bureaucrats, et cetera. And you don't need to fire everyone, but you just need to get rid of the you know the top tier of them. There are about 50,000 uh, all told, but maybe out of those 50,000, there might be a several thousand if you start lopping off the, you know, chopping off the head of the beast of the swamp, the rest of it's going to go away. And uh, here how, here's how he's proposing to do just that. Order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters. And we have to do this right now to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Yeah, and that's that's crucial. You have to have that. And I think it's already starting to begin. Jim Jordan, uh, who is the House Judiciary Committee incoming chairman, uh, James Comer, the House uh, uh, Oversight Information uh, Committee chairman, uh, they've all started to send letters 
uh, all these so-called preservation letters and the save everything, save all documents, save all emails, save all uh, messaging, etc. Because we need to get to the bottom of this and how this whole thing, because it's all interrelated. This the Russia, Russia, Russia coup or the plot against the president. This is all related to that. Uh, again, they they cooked up this plot to take him out. They could not do it, and now all of this now is just basically covering up uh, for that, uh, including what's happening uh, with uh, the uh, the Chicom virus. So, how do you do that? Well, uh, one is you have to revise Section Two Thirty uh, to drastically curtail uh, these big uh, tech, uh, big media platforms uh, that are used to restrict lawful speech. And the difference is. Uh, either you're a publisher or you're a platform. If you're a platform under the law, you can't be sued uh, for anything that's, you know, you don't have any liability because you're letting everybody, there's a certain amount of risk that everybody takes in engaging in this uh, social media platform. However, if you are a publisher, like, say, the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost, you could be sued if you uh, uh, slander or defame somebody, even under the First Amendment. There are exceptions uh, to that. So right now, social media has 230 protections, while the New York Times, and that's important on the Elon Musk story about um, permanently banning Keith Olbermann and other so-called journalists, uh, and we'll get to that maybe if we have time in this um, in this episode. So here is what the President Trump proposes on what to do with Section 230. I will ask Congress to send the bill to my desk, revising Section 230, to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation, and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. There it is. And who started to do that already? Elon Musk over at Twitter with the child exploitation uh, stuff. So he's already begun that. Uh, and uh, But you got a lot, lot, of, lot more work to do uh, as far as that goes. And uh, it is something that uh, Section 230 is, uh, because they, it's, they've proven already they've not been able to do it on their own. Now, we'll see. Musk is, is an early, uh, it's very early on. And yes, he has already banned some people like Kanye West and others. I disagree with the banning of Kanye West. I would have put him uh, in uh, you know Twitter uh, jail for a little bit, but I, I did not see his tweet was ugly. It was offensive uh, with, the, with the star of David and the Nazi swastika. No doubt about it. But it wasn't incitement to violence. Uh, and that's the same kind of stuff they're talking about Trump on J6. But that being said, uh, somebody's ox usually gets gored or is offended somehow or some way, and that's why we have these problems. Um, I think also what's important, part four of his plan, is that you know these NGOs, these nonprofit uh, church organizations, faith-based organizations, uh, academic um, institutions, universities, etc., they are also, they've been uh, a main culprit in violating First Amendment and censoring our free speech. And President Trump says he's going to stop federal funding of these entities if they're engaging in censorship. Break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called myths and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. 
If any U.S. university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their first, fourth, and fifth amendment rights. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. Yeah, and that's something, remember what he did when he was in the first time? He uh, banned all the administrative employees in his administration from serving as lobbyists. I think it was in within five years, if I'm not mistaken. And finally, his last point of his five-point plan is he thinks now it's time not to amend the Constitution, but he is talking about a digital bill of rights. The time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital bill of rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. In addition, all users over the age of 18 should have the right to opt out of content moderation and curation entirely and receive an unmanipulated stream of information if they so choose. The fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death for America and for the survival of Western civilization itself. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. There won't be anything left. By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. Thank you, and God bless America. And thank you, Mr. President, because that was sorely needed. Uh, to me, I, I don't know, Joe, I mean, is it just me? Am I overemphasizing the importance of what the content here is, what he said? No, that was uh, that was really important to hear him say that. It's nice to... Uh to see he has some sort of agenda there. Yes. This was a good start. Unfortunately, nobody saw it. Nobody heard it. And that is, you know, that's a missed opportunity. We talk about in football, leaving plays out, leaving plays on the field. They left one on the field. So, all right, time for our cringe moment. Uh, And here is uh, Paul Rhino, the former Speaker of the House. He's fading fast. He's a proven loser. He cost us the House in 18. He cost us the White House in 20. He cost us the Senate again and again. 
And I think we all know that. And I think we're moving past Trump. I really think that's the case. I do. I can't imagine him getting the nomination, frankly. And I'm, I don't mean this because I don't want it. I don't want him to get the nomination. I just don't think he will as an analytical point. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, imagine the uh, cojones on Paul Rhino, who was a one half of the Rhino ticket in, uh, what was it, 2008, uh, when uh, Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan uh, challenged, no, I'm sorry, 2012. It was uh, McCain in 2008. Uh, in 2012, they lost miserably. Uh, so Donald Trump won the presidency. You, sir, uh, didn't have the closest you got was speaker, and you are a horrible uh, speaker. So Paul Rhino gets our cringe moment of the day. Our unhinged moment is here. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. Chelsea Handler is a far left wing progressive whack job actress and comedian uh, who has uh, been a, a never Trumper. She doesn't like conservatives. Uh, she's made all sorts of wild statements in the course of her career. And I've always questioned uh, her intelligence uh, because nobody could be that stupid and say the <laughs> things that she does. Well, guess what? She is that stupid. And let's watch and hear just how stupid. I didn't know, and this is true, I didn't know until I was 40 years old that the sun and the moon were not the same thing. I find it hard to believe, but what are you talking about? It was, I was shocking to me as well. This could be what we call a big ding-dong. <laughs> she didn't know. She thought the, uh, the sun moon and the moon were the same the thing. I mean, hasn't she ever seen the moon in the sky at the same time the sun is shining? Well, that's how she discovered they were on uh, safari in Africa. Oh, right, right, right. When her sister pointed it out and she go, wait a minute. You mean they're not the same thing? It said she wasn't a very good student. (laughs) Oh, gee, you're, you know, you're not saying you're not kidding me, are you? Yeah. Wow. Uh, pause emailing in if any of the documents found during Biden's classified Corvette caper qualify as sensitive compartmented information, then they must be stored and used in a skiff. Someone had to intentionally remove them from the skiff. This would mean Biden's handlers lied when they said the documents were inadvertently misplaced. The pathological liar, Joe Racial Jungle Biden, protects classified documents as well as he protects the southern border. Uh, touche. Uh, thank you, Paz, mm-hmm. for that. Uh, all right, our pockets of patriots. Hey, New York. New York rockets to number one. Whoa. Well, wow. Number one download spot in the nation. That's great. Yeah, it's the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Other mm. uh, pockets of patriots. Albemarle, North Carolina, right there along the coast. Dow City, Iowa, and Clinton Township, uh, Michigan. Uh, all pa- Thank you for downloading. Please remember to subscribe, thank you. rate, and review. Uh, and uh, we love when you do that because uh, yeah. the numbers continue to grow as well. So thank you so much. Don't forget, our email address is theseancaseyshow at gmail.com. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. And that's our Wednesday version of the Sean Casey Show. We're going to be back on Friday with our outrages, liberal lunatics, and patriots of the week. Thanks to our executive producer, Joe Hosny Armacost. Hey, see you guys on Friday. And to our double X, Michelle Drusella. 
You're welcome. And our other associate producers, Hunter and Logan Casey, until Friday, stay free. Yeah.